On today's episode, the Cubs drop a tough game to the Nationals as they open up the series with a loss. We dip our toe into our scouting brains and take a look at Kodai Senga, a potential Japanese pitcher coming over to the MLB next year. And then we wrap up with some fan feedback. That's all on this edition of Locked On Cubs. Our Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Cubs. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. The Cubs dropped the first game of a series on a Monday evening to the Nationals. A disappointing loss in a string of what has been many for the Cubs this season. Many losses, that is. Whether they're disappointing or not is, is up to your evaluation as a fan. But going into a series in which a team is worse than you, and I would say by a lot, and then you have your number one pitcher right now on the bump. It didn't work out well for the North Sider, Sam. Yeah, this has just been a theme all year, just just giving away games, uh, losing close ball games. You know, there's a lot to take away I, f- 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 from a game like this. To me, it's just it's the combination of everything. It's it's a three nothing lead with what's supposed to be your best pitcher on the mound. Although you can make a case it's Justin Steele at this point, right? Uh, it's supposed to be your best pitcher on the mound, and you know it's a combination of everything. Was it Stroman's fault that he blew that three nothing lead? Not all of it. McKinstry, you know, had a couple defensive plays that he'd like to have back. Some balls found holes, but you know, if I'm paying a guy twenty twenty something million dollars a year, I want him to dominate the Nationals. And his last two starts. Against the Nationals, technically he did not give up any earned runs today, but that doesn't matter. Uh, the Cubs lost both those games, and that's that's really surprising and frustrating. And that's what you get when you have pitchers, and I say this all the time on the show, that don't miss bats. You subject yourself to bad defense. You subject yourself to lucky hits. And then offensively, the Cubs struck out a bunch of times. What was it, 14 on the day? Mm-hmm. Uh, 14 strikeouts against uh, 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 you know a Nationals pitching staff that's the worst in baseball. I I know Josiah Gray. Uh, you know it's good. You know, he's had an okay yeah, year. Yeah, he's he's their best guy. Um, but just a loss, like you said, Matt. You shouldn't have. You rally back after being down four three to tie the game at four. You give up the solo homer to Cruz. It was just, you know. This is the type of game we've been talking about on this show. When you when you look at the lineup every day, you know, I was watching the game with my dad today. He's been watching Cubs baseball for, I don't know, sixty years, and he says, you know, this isn't a bad, it's, you know, he doesn't because this isn't a bad lineup at all that they're running out there. It's not a bad yeah. lineup. I said, you know, he goes, he goes, they're gonna, you know, they, they should be better. I said, yeah, of course, of course, but they're not. So, you know, the, the, these are the things that, you know, we'll talk about who they're going to bring in. We're going to talk about all the different types of guys that can help this team. But it's not going to matter if they don't prove inter- improve internally. You know, Ross didn't do anything wrong today. This wasn't a Ross issue. Um, I thought, actually, he pulled Stroman at, at, at the right time. I, he, he just, he, you know, Stroman this year, you know, he's only completed uh, um, seven innings twice this year. Um and some of his better starts when he came off the IL were short because he has he hadn't been stretched out. 
And, you know, it just seems like in the fifth, sixth innings a lot, sometimes you just it just kind of blows up on them. Yeah, and today in the, the fifth, it was, I, I dare I say, brutal. You know, I understand the McKinstry error happens and they're all unearned runs. Okay, good, cool. That's that's good for the box score. But you know, I was at the ball game in, in which he last pitched. I, I watched all of today's game, obviously, and there's more to be desired, you know, and, and am I going to put these two games in a vacuum? Of course not, because I'm not – that's not how I operate. Right. But – I, I would like to see better, and yeah. and I and I have a feeling that Justin Steele is going to shove tomorrow. You know, I have a feeling that uh, you know we're still going to see good outings from the Smileys and the Sampsons, and and Keegan Thompson might bounce back this weekend. With Strowman, there's definitely been a level of inconsistency. Uh, right when he returned from the IL stint, uh, he was he was excellent. Um, and, you know, prior to that, it was it was definitely some ebb and flow. And you, you like that the Cubs brought a pitcher of his caliber in, even in this type of season. Everybody wants to, you know, make hay about the, the money and, and him and Suzuki, which, you know, at this point, you could definitely lay those two deals on the table and, and say, well, is the value matching what we signed up for? And what do we expect for 2023? Because make no mistake, if the Cubs are going to be in the convo for 2023, Stroman and Suzuki have to be big contributors. Not small, not medium, big. Is Stroman the number one? No. Is Suzuki the number one position player? Is he the go-to guy that if you had to have a magic at-bat, which is not how it works in baseball – but you could give the bat to in a, in a situation. He is not the the, the player, but but you'd yeah. like to see these two guys, you know, take a step up. I think Stroman and Suzuki have almost had identical seasons when you look at it's, it. It's really bizarre. They, there, there's been some bright spots. There's been some bad spots. There's been some injuries, and then both have right. left a lot to be desired. And I have this. Maybe it's a a naive feeling. But I have this feeling that just when the team's good, those guys are going to be ready to produce. Um, okay. I know some people disagree with me on that. I don't. I, I don't. I think Marcus Stroman. I don't think he's a bad pitcher. I don't think he's a great pitcher. I don't Not think he's. I, yeah, I, I, think, think, he's he's nice he I think he's a nice yeah. pitcher. I think he's a nice pitcher. I think on on a on a on a on a, a staff that's trying to win a world championship, he's a good three. I think on a staff that's serious about winning, he's a two ish, three ish type, right in there. Um, you know, you could get away with him being as at, at a two if you have a bunch of really good pitchers behind him. But ideally, you'd like to have pitcher X, pitcher Y, Stroman, Steele, and Thompson. Ideally, um, you know, or or whoever the fifth guy is. I don't know. Um, but um, yeah, I agree with you. I think they've had really similar seasons. Uh, I think I think a lot left to be desired with Stroman is the exact way I would describe it. Um. You know, and, and same with Suzuki. I mean, he had a couple hits today. And, you know, you're just waiting, you know, and, you know, it's it's just whatever Interesting happens. Interesting choice you, for an, an audio medium. Whatever happens the, 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 this last month and a half, 
it's not going to matter that much. It, it, it's going to be about when they produce. Like, like, like with me with pitchers, I don't really, you know, the totality of numbers sometimes deceiving. To me, Stroman just yeah. had too many, too many big innings this year. I Coors Field early in the year. Yeah, you've said first, that for a while. First inning against Tampa, the blow up outing when they were wearing the uh, City Connects against the Cardinals tonight. The the game in St. Louis that Ross left them in. He's got to figure out how to manage big innings better. Uh, with with Suzuki, I think it's a little bit more complicated. But it's a bad loss. It's a loss you just. You, you watch the game, you go, how do we lose that game? How? Right, because you get two runs in the top of the first, and then Stroman has the bad inning. Well, you, and then uh, you got another one from Hap who, who, who's starting to flash some power. Well, and, it's, it was, and there was just really no like legit comeback attempt. But, but yeah, Hap two home runs, which is, which is a, a really positive thing. Really positive, because it's like I tweeted out, if he could find a way to – Start hitting more home runs and content keep his contact rate. You're talking about a guy that has a chance to be something. Wow! And Fran Mill in the top of the first oppo off the wall. Yeah, triple for the big fella. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah, was he's, good to see as well. He's been fun. Hornered another rocket. Uh, it's just you know, you, you you look at Tampa, you 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 look at Cleveland, and you look at the Cubs, and you're like, okay. And why, why why are those two teams top of mind? Because I'm about to tell you. Oh. Because <laughs> I look at the Cubs, I look at the Cubs lineup and I look at the Rays lineup and I say to myself, there's a a a a 15 game difference between these two teams. 15 games. I same with the Guardians, you know. Guardians have a little bit better of a lineup with with Quan and and and, and Jose Ramirez and stuff like that, but like Hap, Contreras, Horner, Suzuki, all these guys were 15, 16 games behind some of these teams. Something and, and today was not on Ross, so I'm not I'm not insinuating that. I got it. So, it's just it's just the, the the connection, the complementary aspect of it. Something just doesn't fit with this current team. Maybe it's just bad luck. Maybe there's a lot of bad luck into it. Maybe it'll turn next year. I don't know. Well, we are going to talk a lot of starting pitching for the remainder of the show. We started with Stroman. We're going to end with some fan questions. In the middle, it's Kodai Senga from the NPB. We're going to get into him possibly joining the MLB next. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. It's the delicious indulgent cookie dough all covered. In chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff. Whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite, Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, the fat, and the sugar, and grab yourself a Built bar. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your order again this is built bar promo code locked on 15 all right sam kodai senga was reported last week by fox sports and mlb networks john morosi as potentially making that transition as one of the many at this point in in our game uh from japan to the u.s Senga is a unique case because he is eligible for regular free agency, meaning there is no posting for teams interested, meaning more teams 
would likely be interested. Um, and it's kind of open season on him if he makes that choice. He's a 29-year-old right-handed pitcher, uh, sits 94-95. This is his 11th year in the NPB. He's been a, a top pitcher in that league for most of those seasons. And, and I'll give you his his numbers from this season uh, in a minute. But but what what intrigues you about possibly bringing in another Japanese player, but in this case, a, a, a pitcher? Yeah, for me, it's it's got nothing to do with the fact that he's not from here. I, I am intrigued with You're looking any, for quality pitching. Yeah, I am intrigued with any sort of upgrade at the pitching, at the starting pitching aspect with the team. As right. I just mentioned, I don't I, I really don't think the Cubs can go in and have Marcus Stroman start opening day and feel like they're really serious about being a playoff team next year. Um, so whether it's DeGrom, whether it's Rodon, whether it's Minaya, or whether it's a guy like Sanga, I will be very happy when the Cubs pull a trigger on a starting pitcher for, for free agency that I'm like, okay, you know, this guy can start game one of a playoff series and I and, and go up against a, 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 a Hall of Fame pitcher, and I feel like we got a great chance. Uh, you know, I know, I know across the board, I mean, his ERA pretty much every year is under three. Um, he, he, he's, he's very consistent, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I hope fans don't say, well, you know, Suzuki ha hasn't had a great year this year that th those things don't really have anything to do with one another. Um, right. you know, Suzuki could, could, could have a huge, what year about Otani? Yeah. You know, so there's other examples of pitchers doing well, any, any time, any situation that the Cubs can upgrade at starter, I think, A, they're going to do. I don't know who's, who's it going to be. I definitely think he's a candidate. I, I don't think that this is like when we made a Juan Soto to the Cubs video just because, it, 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 you know, why not? If there's a 1% chance it's worth a video with a player like that, th this would be a serious a serious uh, uh, option for the Cubs. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and I do wonder with Jed – would he be a little bit more apprehensive? Hey, we just we invested a hundred million in a Japanese outfielder. Are we about to invest another hundred million? In, you know, I wonder if that actually is relative or are those two separate cases. I would guess they're separate cases. Yeah, and you and you have to think that Jed is is they're the, the scouts are over there. Like the yeah. Cubs are sending people and they're gonna make sure that if they were to pay a high price, okay, let's roll with this guy. Right. Uh, but in 2022, and he's going to be 30 by opening day, but this year, 2.05 ERA over 16 starts, 105 innings, and his strikeout to walk ratio is 115 to 33. Oh. It would be really great if Senga, it was Senga plus, plus one. We're going to get to it later in the show. I have a, a list I'm creating of 2023 free agents, Sam, and – the, the you know the pitcher list I'm going to read off, but I'm going to add Senga's name after this because, um, you know I, I just think that's that that's a position of need, and if you have a first of all a starter that's 94 plus consistently, okay that's something different. Um, you have a starter that's missing bats, which that much frequency, okay that's different. So you're right. just adding to the profile of what of what is the next good Cubs team, right and. They need a lot of the, the the Cubs have a lot of intriguing pieces and pitchers in their in their system, like Lindsey Crosby was saying on the show. 
But, you know, they are missing blue chippers. Caleb Killian's yeah. not a blue chip prospect. He's not a guy that next year you pencil in to, for, for, you know, to, 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 to throw 180 innings. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. So, you know, they're looking for blue chippers. They're looking for guys that are stars that could start. I don't think Marcus Stroman is a blue chipper. That has nothing to do with him. I, I, think, he's a, I think he's a solid pitcher. I think every team in the major leagues is going to be a better team if Marcus Stroman is, is their starter. But I don't think he's a blue chipper. I don't think he is a a guy like I said. You run out there, game one sixty three, Wrigley's jumping. You're facing Corbin Burns and Strowman's on there now. You know anything could happen. He beat Burns earlier this year, but I, I don't. I want more. I want to miss more bats. So let's see if Senga is better than the list of names we're going to give you, and we're going to hear from a listener coming up next. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including all things baseball. Head to BetOnline.net or download the app to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Can't imagine, Sam, that there's many Cubs Nationals bets, right? Um, you'd be surprised, Matthew. Okay. There's, okay. you know, there's a lot of people that probably had Nats money line tonight when, when, when Nelson Cruz found, uh, the first row against Brandon Hughes, you know, they erupted like, uh, it was the 2019 nationals club. Yeah, man. Okay. What, you know, what a bad loss. And it, it, it affects your mood. Oh, it? sure. I, uh, <laughs> I, I just, I just get aggravated. These right. are the game these are the games that aggravate me because you've invested just, so much time. It's just inexcusable. Right, you know, you right. go out, you lose a ball game 12-2, pitcher doesn't have it, you're playing the Dodgers. Ah, sah, sah. But this game I I just I, I got to watch the condensed game. I just I, you know there's I don't know so, if I would. There's so many games like this where they're up 3-0 and I you know, I go to the bathroom. You blink and they're shower, down. And the game's over and they lost. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just been a shame. tough tough 2022 for, for my baseball club. Well, Sam, let's hear from John and Ravenswood. Matt and Sam love the show. Listen to it on YouTube on my way into work every morning. Keep up the great work. First of all, John, we appreciate those sentiments. Thank you. John it has two questions. A lot of talk about the Cubs being in the running for an impact middle infielder this offseason, but haven't heard a lot about the pitching market beyond potentially DeGrom, Rodon, and Cindergaard. Right. Who are realistic targets for the Cubs? And then he has a second question, which we'll get to in a minute. So here's my list. Go as ahead. I dro- as I drop my pen. Okay. As, as as there's a base hit. <laughs> okay, this is not in any type of order. Right. I need a little more time for that. Okay. These are guys who are 100%, or not actually, these are guys that are not 100% available. There's some opt-outs here, but anyways. Sure, sure, sure. DeGrom. Sure. Rodon. Cindergaard. Clevenger. Manaya, Eflin. Eovaldi. Tyone, Walker, Bassett, and Perez. That's the list. So if, if 
to answer your question on the surface, John, that's other guys to look for. Yeah. Those are the best guys on the list, but there's many different tiers there. There's like six tiers. I'd be cool with Rodon. I like the upside there. I like the bat misses. Right. I know Mart- Martin Perez is an interesting case. He's had a huge year this year. He's broken huge. out. Um, I'm not sure what his strikeout rates are, and I'm going to look at it right now. Um, I, I'm telling you, guy, Matt, and, guy, and, and our listeners, we, we need more bat missers on this team. It's too much pitch to contact. Yeah, 125 strikeouts and 142 innings. Uh, a 279 ERA for Perez. What's his FIP at? 326. I'm not investing big money in Martin Perez. No. For for me, it would be in order. I would say Degrom, obviously. I mean, that's probably a pipe dream. Yeah, and his original question, Musgrove, Musgrove would have been next. He's not available. Right. Yeah. I'd probably say Degrom, Rodon, Sanga would be my top three. Wow. Yeah, that'd be my top three. I want upside with our starters. I want right. Dylan Cease type type upside. I don't want I don't want to continue to get these guys that just you know throw the ball because you know the Cubs have haven't proven to you know Stroman doesn't have his best year with the Cubs. These these pitch to contact guys are just struggling for the overall. Dallas Keuchel's out of the league. You know I don't know if it's because of right. the sticky tech. I don't know what it is, but it's like. It's just I, I I want I want I want more guys with you know what stuff. Okay. You know? Okay. Ninety eight to, to ninety nine strike to ball sliders, six six innings, one earned twelve Ks once a month, something like that. Where it's just like we know <laughs> we don't because we don't. I, I want I want a pitcher where, where we know when he goes out, he's got his good stuff. They don't have a chance. I love it. I love it. And John, your original question about realistic, you know, what's the definition of realistic? They're for all the, realistic for the for the for for the for the Chicago Cubs, right? Uh, the team in the number three market. We Monday's we know Monday. the kind of space they're going to have in their in their in their uh, coffers, in right? Their checkbook. So, aren't they all realistic? In 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 they that in a, fi- in a financial sense, of course, right? Right, they better be realistic. Uh, What's the second? Yeah, the market from will John? determine some of that. And then the second market is this: is is this John Boog Shambi? No, this is John from Ravenswood. Oh, okay, okay. This is how we're gonna end uh, the program today. Second question: What's your go-to meal at Wrigley? Mm. My fiance loves the mega pretzel with dipping sauces, but what else should we look out for? You know, I have, I have found that women. Really like soft pretzels. Yeah. In the last few years, uh, uh, I I I have been gone to games. I have been out. Uh-huh. There's something. There's some correlation with women and soft pretzels that that I can't seem to gauge. But it's, um, it is a great food, though. Especially no, it at the is ballpark. good. It is good. But I just I, I've just heard a lot lately. I, I I've been on some some dating apps. A lot of soft like. I nothing thing I love the most a soft pretzel with cheese. Really? That's what you love. <laughs> you know, there's just a lot more in life. But um boy, I mean you can't go wrong. Where's Ravenswood? Is that is that not in Illinois? Ravenswood? Yeah. It's a neighborhood in Chicago. Oh, I don't know where that is. Yeah. Well, no, the question made it sound like he doesn't go to the, a lot of Cubs games. So I didn't know oh he no, he's in town. the city. 
Yeah, I, I'd say a Chicago style dog. I mean, that's obviously just oh, a, a cliche you classic. Gotta get everything answer. on it. A beef. Um, and then you know, you and I have discovered what about the helmet nachos? Yeah, these helmet brisket nachos. Right. right. The last three, four times I've been in Wrigley, I've digested Put a few peppers those in there quite well. And um, they were really good. Um, but uh I, I I'll have a, a piece of anything for some more wins. Uh, <laughs> It could be Passover, and you could feed me matzah if we're going to win some ball games at Wrigley Field. All right, fun show despite the loss. The Cubs are back. It really at wasn't. It. I'm upset. The Cubs are back at it on Tuesday in the nation's capital. Be sure to hit the subscribe button for Locked On Cubs on YouTube, as we did make the push over 1,000 subscribers last week. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, and remember. You can be like John and drop us a text, 312-834-4634. Thanks for making Locked On Cubs your first listen every day. Now make your second listen to Locked On MLB Podcast. Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. For Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked On Cubs.